Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free. Zero catch. We've been using it ever since we started How Long Gone. And ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like having the option of turning off the Q&As and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level. I highly recommend giving it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. What's today, Chris? Is it Tuesday? Today is Tuesday, January 5th, 2021. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, where it's a beautiful 50 degrees and sunny. Um, I was only able to get in one workout today uh, before this podcast, but I've been very busy with other tasks. So, Okay. I was only able to get one workout in as well, Chris. Oh, I'm glad Big Bird actually moved his limbs a little bit. So you flapped your wings? <sighs> Man. I feel like I'm actually finally starting to get back into an efficient zone, I got to say. I'm glad to hear that. What did you do? It took me a few days. My body, you know, my body, my sleep schedule, my fitness, my eating, like... It was demented. I watched it firsthand and it looked like you were crumbling. <laughs> no, it didn't. I was... Yes, it did. It. Big TJ was a shell of the TJ that I love and respect. Damn. Um, I hope you're. I hope you're not being absolutely for real i mean i mean i guess i kind of did feel like it a little bit i guess we can we can coin that phrase as shelling out damn when you shell out when you that that's rock bottom for whatever Mm -hmm. it may be it's like what like what are you doing like what are you what are your plans this weekend i'm like i'm shelling out like you shouldn't even like don't even come over like it's gonna be one of those days like okay i totally get it and like what are you gonna do i'm gonna watch the office on peacock and eat my weight in himalayan pink sea salt popcorn like that's just what's gonna go down and you're like all right, all right I'll, I'll hit you next week. why are you co- why are you coming for me like that i felt like a few of those things were pointed at me <laughs> there I, I mentioned two things and they were both pinpoint precise meant for you but also for um for bay like yesterday your unfortunately your influence from the road trip has is still lingering in my home because mm-hmm. we pulled up to whole we, we pulled up the whole foods <laughs> the uh, the whitney port location whole foods in burbank <laughs> still still no sighting let's not let's not call it the the whole foods burbank let's just call it the the whitney port whole foods let's just from now on is i'm gonna call it the wit just like how they call the max the max in saved by the bell like yeah that's a that's a cool all right so you pulled up to the wit you, you parked the, the tesla you plug it in and you head inside <laughs> i didn't plug in <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even plug in come on i mean what am i gonna do plug it in for 17 minutes that i'm there Bro, i plug i plug my phone in every chance i get it should be no different for the tesla wow okay well i guess you you tweet more than than i drive i guess uh that's that's true but we we pull up and then and bay's like you know i need a snack and i'm like oh chris god damn it and then what do we get 
we get the bag of popcorn. The, yes. the popcorn the popcorn that was popped sometime pre-COVID. <laughs> this popcorn was was made when Trump was just elected. Some 2017 popcorn. And the smell of the Tesla when you open a bag of that popcorn in it is worse than anything that Bojangles could ever produce. That's absolutely untrue, but I'm glad to hear that it wasn't a a, a, a carton of uh, overpriced chocolate milk, and it was just <laughs> a a a bag of healthy-ish popcorn. Don't be coming for chocolate milk, dog. I would never come for big milk. I told you, I tried to get a picture of this billboard. My fellow ATLians will know this. There's a, there's a billboard on I-20 near Boulevard that says, that says nut milk is not milk. Like a giant fucking billboard that was that was absolutely commissioned by Big Milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Big Milk has been trying to outlaw um, alternative nut milks. I mean, not outlaw, but I just take them down. But by they're trying to make it so they legally can't say it's milk. They have to say that it's yes. like a nut liquid product Beverage. or something, which is fine. Like it's it's not like that's going to be the the one thing that keeps cow's milk from succeeding. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, well, if it's not called milk anymore, we might as well just close up this Oatly plant that makes $4 billion a year. You know, like, they're just going to – it's the same shit. Milk is milk is over, though, bro. Yeah, I mean, they call, they call it gas here. They call it petrol across the pond. It's still the same shit. We know what it does. That's true. Exactly. But, I mean, I know you're a big milk sympathizer, so I'm sorry to tell you about that billboard. But it feels – that billboard feels very funny in <laughs> Atlanta versus, like, L.A. Like, if I saw it in West Hollywood, I'd be like, yeah, of course. Like that, that is, that's the right, like, no way. Uh, the, the only place that billboard would exist is the South. You know, a, a I guess place you're right. Cause people, we're still drinking milk. We're still drinking milk. That's true. Yeah. And also, yeah. I mean like people here, they're, they're like, yeah, I love alternative milk. Like this, this billboard is an attack on me, but in the South they're like, Oh, like only gay people would ever drink that. That's like fucked up. I drink my, I'm drinking my Walmart torture cow torture <laughs> milk. <laughs> Have you ever milked a cow? No, I have not. No, bro, I'm Peta. I don't, I don't, I don't touch the cow. <laughs> I'm Peta. Uh, well, I'm Peta. No, no, no. I mean, I, I fuck with cow's milk as long as it's you know from a trusted supplier. Uh, of course, a, a locally, a local, sustainable farm. Hopefully, one that you can't can... be no damn Kroger. Honestly, Jason, if I can't see the cow, if I can't see the cow from my window, I'm not drinking the milk. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, I mean, more importantly, if I can't see. The Instagram profile of the person that is going to milk and take care of this cow, then mm. I just don't trust it. I don't want it to be from machine. I want it to be from like yeah. some like a woman in Oregon who looks like Diane Keaton, and the cow has a name. <laughs> I want to be able to follow my local milkmaid on Instagram. I totally agree. <laughs> with you. I totally agree with you. It sounds like that's something you're into sexually, which we'll save for another episode. Um, you talking about milk play? I'm talking about milk play, baby. That's behind. The, that's behind the paywall. My fans know. Just twenty dollars a month, and you can watch Jason spray himself a little cow titty. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I don't spray myself, sweetie. I do the spraying. <laughs> Come on. Clearly, clearly, you haven't subscribed. We should talk about this. This the big graphic design news today, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's big graphic. Well, really quick before we do that, just a personal um, mm-hmm. press release announcement. If mm-hmm. you if you feel inclined to send us the Twitter video of the guy who does the impression of <laughs> of a podcaster 
Don't worry, we already saw it. Don't ever send us don't ever send us anything that you think is funny because I guarantee you we've already seen it. There's just no way that the millions of listeners could ever be faster than the two masterminds behind this podcast. Yeah, you last episode you were you were doing that about the other video. Which one was it? The was it Ben Affleck spilling the car? It was some. No, it was the Erwan. It was the the anti oh, yeah, ma- the, the anti mask storming Erwan. And I think this location. this should be this maybe this could be a recurring theme of the show of like, hey guys, if you your dumbass saw it, we also saw it. Yeah, and you don't need to send it unless. And, but also do this if you're going to send us this content that that my fucking mom has seen by now on on her Facebook group about knitting. Then I've already seen. It. If if you're going to send it over. Come through with a slam dunk comment, remark, whatever exactly. it is. Yeah, give it, give it some life, give it some color. Don't just, don't just send us the Twitter link and be like, nope. "This is you, this is it." Good, talk about this. Every meme out there I've seen, trust me, these four eyes don't miss a fucking meme. And anyone that he hasn't seen, the funny ones, I've seen them. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Between the two of us, we've seen it all because we cover every fucking square mile of the world wide web mm-hmm, yeah and that's that that gets us to this this big graphic design news um <laughs> shout out to Hassan, shout out to eric who shout out to oliver shout out to chris glickman shout out to all my graphic designers out there shout out to rudnick yeah shout out to rudnick he's trapping none of these people were were able to secure the contract unfortunately unfortunately the uh, kanye, West, kanye west affiliated artist uh Ryder Rips, um, mm-hmm. apparently, I, I still, do you think this is true? Is this real? Can we confirm this is real? It appears just by looking around that it is true. I mean, you know, if you go to Ryder Rips's portfolio, it has, you know, a newly listed edition for the, the Central Intelligence Agency. Yeah, when you're on Ryder Rips' Instagram page, it's just his little black and white typography shit that all these little dorks get chubs over. They're called logos, but yeah, go ahead. They're called logos. I apologize. There's there's a Kanye West. There's there's all kinds of shit you recognize. Mm-hmm. But in the top left, in the first square on his grid, it is the Central Intelligence, the CIA, <laughs> the Central Intelligence Agency. Looks like it's rebranded as a like Berlin speakeasy. You know what I mean, and it's yeah. it's very confusing. We got a we got a lot of I saw a lot of takes of like oh this yeah the, the CIA is is going to DJ at Berghain and at blah blah blah. It looks like a Nicholas Jar album. The list goes on, and and all of it is true. Well, I guess my thought on it is like that is a fat ass contract, Chief. That ain't no. I'm I'm mm. I'm getting to design the new MGMT album. <laughs> And I'm, and, and they agreed to pay my rate of thirty five hundred. Yeah, that ain't, that ain't a little. That ain't a light five k from. Uh, Sony I'm, I'm Music. saying Twin is about to buy a house off of this, off of this. <laughs> you, no problem. But I don't know. Look, Ryder Rips. I kind of forgot about him to be honest. But I guess he's been beasting in the underground. TJ voice. He's yeah. He's been beasting in the underground. But. What do you think the CIA redesign check looking like, TJ? What would your That's like this is this is a good question. I actually think it might be I think it's less than we think it is, but more than other people think it is. Does that make sense? I feel like it's like I, it, it it does make sense, but it also tells me nothing. I bet it's 100 racks. I think it's more. No, I don't think, I don't think it's, it's more. I don't I don't think it's a million. I don't think it's like a, It ain't a million, TJ. You're fucking crazy. You think I just you said I don't think it's a million. I'm but I'm you saying think it's a quarter. The number I have in my head is three is three fifty. Okay. For a few reasons, that is an amount of money that the government will never even blink at writing that check. Do you think they did a background check on him first? Because I feel like he might have some shit in there he don't want them to know about. I think the type of 
mess that he would get into is the kind of mess that the government is a-okay with. You know what I mean? I don't, but cool. Are you saying he's a bioterrorist? <laughs> a hacker? Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe a little bit of that. But, I mean, I'm saying, like, any crime that he's done, it's it's not anything worse than, like, what a, what a politician might have done, perhaps. No, he's a fucking, he's a graphic design dork. He's tethered to the machine. So, like, what could he possibly be doing besides well, kerning? He's a, he's, fucking... a bit of a, he's a bit of an anarchist kind of energy. He's, you Bro, know, he, he, he has a punk an... rock ethos. You can't be a punk rocker and, and redesign the CIA logo for money. Sorry, that goes against anarchist ideals. The old CIA, that is correct, but it's time you took a look. Oh, it's all the new. new. It's the new. The all new. This ain't the motherfucking Kia Sorento. This is the all new 2021 Central Intelligence Agency of the United States government, bitch. Hey, we're doing things a little differently in the new year. This COVID oh, yeah. stuff isn't going to bring us down. No, I mean, if you look at all the photos, it's just like uh, uh, the main goal is like, the CIA, it's it's not your it's not your grandfather's central intelligence agency mm. anymore. It's new, it's cool. Everyone that works here is young and none of them are white males. The CIA it rocks. It's just like working at Slack or any other place. Are you saying that are you saying that working at CIA is like working at Parade? <laughs> parade might have better graphic design than the CIA. Woo! Yeah, I went Shots there. Fire. I fucking went. No, I mean TJ TJ went off. TJ said that parade graphic design looking better than the center. They're going to come for you. You know the CIA listens to this podcast. Who going to come for me? CIA? I don't know. I wish, I wish uh, CIA would. IRS, on the other hand. They're going to they're gonna come in Glendale and kidnap your ass in the middle of the night and make you lick their boots and say <laughs> that their graphic design isn't That ain't sick. the CIA, bro. That's that's yeah. like, yeah, when, when martial law come into effect, I, I'm going to be chilling with my Marine brodies. I'm not going to be, you know... <laughs> See, the CIA is just like you know some My some marine brodies. CIA is going to be some some nice young people with clipboards who like could like type three buttons and then have me killed, but you know it's not going to you know it's not going to be hands or anything. That's true. That's true. Well, they, yeah, they could just have me removed from the world. Now that we've slandered the CIA for ten full minutes, um, you guys go check out that that twisted logo. Um, but we do have a guest today. Thank God. Miles Tanzer, uh, he works at the Wall Street Journal magazine. Uh, he also just wrote a book, uh, Music Is My Life. Music Is My Life, soundtrack your mood with 80 artists for every occasion. Um, I can't wait to find out. I'm going to ask him so many occasions and what artists I should be listening to because I only listen to three artists. So if, 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 you, if my granddad dies and you don't say I should be listening to Wilco, I'm hanging up the phone. All right, let's, let's give Miles a call and uh we'll go from there tj shout out to the cia thanks for listening we love you guys bye-bye we love you <laughs> hey jason we all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on you're eating at restaurants you don't want to eat at all the time to appease myself and others mm -hmm. um but when it comes to your health health there's no compromise so don't go back to that one doctor who used your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines their family group chat their crossword puzzles just because they're available right now or because they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance, so literally no compromises here, because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors very close to you and instantly book appointments with them online. 
Just like when I'm looking for new shoes on my sites, you can filter specifically, see which doctors take your insurance, located near you, maybe find a doctor that's far away from you for personal reasons you don't want to disclose. I use ZocDoc, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash howlong and download ZocDoc for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash howlong. ZocDoc.com slash howlong. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. The best way to learn a language? Immersion, living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way, and that's with Babbel. One in five Americans uh, have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Chris and I are going to the country of Georgia in a month or so, and they have a very unique language. And I will be using Babbel to try and just get a little bit of action so I can know how to order my uh, cold, my cold brew lattes and things like that in a way uh, that's actually science-based. Don't spend hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Use Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons. They're handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new lingo in as little as three weeks. Here's the special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash how long. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash how long, spelled B A B B E L dot com slash how long. Rules and restrictions may apply. Babel. Miles, do you have like a special camera or something like that? Or do you just have a really good connection? Because I've never seen this FaceTime look so crisp. <laughs> um, no, I don't. And that was, I'm not just trying to blow smoke up your ass. I'm just, I'm being for reals. Thanks for gassing me up. It feels good. <laughs> <laughs> we only blow Molly up asses on this podcast, so don't worry about it. But I, I am also impressed. I'm impressed with the pixel quality. Are you using, is this a, is this a, um, a Dell or an HP? Or is this a... <laughs> I am on a mesh network, I'll have you know, and I think that might be part of it. Uh, don't don't flex. You know, funny you say that, Miles, because I am also on a new mesh network that I had to set up at my parents' house because the Wi-Fi was so fucked. Yeah. And a listener of this show heard me complaining and sent me an insane mesh router thing from the company he works at, <laughs> valued at $400. Shout out to uh, Matthew. Yeah. Um, Those are not was, cheap. 
it was really easy to install. I was honestly, I'm really stupid and it was really easy to install <laughs> and you can control it all with an app. It's called Amplify. I really like it. This isn't even a plug. It yeah, if works. somebody told me that Chris Black was going to set up a, a mesh Wi-Fi network all by himself, I would have said, no, no, no. I believe you not. <laughs> it's simply impossible. I, I could have asked you to do it while you were here, Jason, but I luckily took care of it first. Miles, how are you, man? I'm doing well. How about you guys? How are you? I, we're great. Not I mean, bad. we couldn't be better. We were, we were just talking about Ryder Rips uh, redesigning the CIA logo. I don't know if you saw that today. <laughs> I did. Um, yeah, Miles, Miles, you like the CIA? It's very um, Berlin 2014. <laughs> See? What do, you, what do you think, though? Do you think it's real? Do you think Ryder Rips really did design the CIA logo? Uh, probably not. I mean, I'm sure it was just a DC like design firm, no? Like that's kind of what that's kind of what I think to be honest. But Miles, who are some of your favorite DC design firms <laughs> through the, through the years? <laughs> yeah, you're talking shit like you got a Rolodex of DC <laughs> design firms uh, just ready to go. <laughs> Those are g- generalities. Generalities. Are you? Are you? Where are you from? Are you from the the DC area? I'm from Staten Island, New York. New York. Wow. Okay. I'll let okay. That, I'll let that hang out there. But. Yeah. <laughs> Did you listen to a lot of the movie life growing up? <laughs> Not particularly. Just no? You weren't into the classic Staten Island and Long Island hardcore and emo? Um, no, I was an emo kid in like junior high school. I was like dashboard confessional, diehard, that sort can of thing. Like... Qu- can I ask you a question, Miles? Yeah, let's do have it. you seen have you seen a picture <laughs> of it. Chris Caraba from Dashboard <laughs> Confessional lately? I did. It's it's <laughs> scarring. It's it's just intense. It's like an, a reckoning with my teen self in so many ways. I sh- I showed it to to my girlfriend who she was she was also a big dash dash head around the same time you were, and she she took one look at that pic. The pussy just dried right up. You know what I mean? <laughs> he looks fucked up. I can I can understand. I I mean I still his catalog still rocks though. I I will be. I'm happy to say it, it still holds up. Yeah, I mean, those are real feelings. <laughs> those are my feelings. Is that where your emo career ends with Dashboard, or do you go any deeper? A little bit deeper, but not like, mm. I feel like I was like pop pop emo, you know, like real estate. Chill. I love real estate. So I noticed that you wrote a book. Um, welcome to I the did. Welcome to the Published Authors Club. Jason is not a member, <clears throat> just to mm. be, just to put that out there. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm barely reading. <laughs> That's true. Jason just started reading, so the book thing is going to take him some time. Um, but tell us about it, because I, I have some situations I want to throw at you, and I want you to tell me what kind of music I should be listening to. Is that what the book is about? Yeah, it's for kids. Um, it's for kind oh. of like, so, which is great. Like, it's perfect if you're just starting to read. Um, <laughs> uh, well, walk me through the picture story. Like, yeah, the, I need awesome. the ratio of word to photo or illustration, please. There is a photo on every page. It's for it's like a guide to music for um, kids who are getting into music for the first time. It's kind of like an ideal present for a cool aunt to give mm. to a niece or an You know, episode. actually, while Chris and I were um, were driving through Asheville, we went into a store that was like full of all these kind of cool aunt gifts like that. And there was a whole section of children's books that were specifically made to teach you about specific bands. And they're just like... Here's the little kid's guide to Depeche Mode, for example. And yeah. it seems like it's a a market that definitely did not exist up until a few years ago. Yeah, it's cool to be a part of it. Um, but. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just happy to be included. I'm just happy to be nominated. You know, I'm just really happy to be here tonight. I'm just really happy to be here. How did yeah. this, do you have kids? No, I don't. I don't have kids. A friend of mine, Caroline Moss, she's written a couple of 
books for this UK publisher, Quarto Books. Um, and they were looking to do a music sort of book. And she recommended me and I got in touch uh, with an editor there. And we kind of hashed out this idea for a book. You're like, I don't even like music, but I got the, I got the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was about to say. Well, you know, it's funny because I am recently a cool uncle. Uh, oh. my, my sister did have twins uh, about a year and a half. I'd be at a year and a half ago. And I do, knowing my sister and her husband, it is fully my responsibility to be any sort of cool influence on mm. them. Um, no shots. It's just that's my responsibility. So <laughs> I think – I think I could purchase this book for them and, and maybe it would maybe it would help them. But I'm trying to also buy them presents that they will value in the future. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's a tough one. Uh, yeah, I, I, I want to get them like nice shit that they'll think is lame until they're like 17 and be like, Uncle Chris is the fucking coolest. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. That's something I never thought about. You want you want that staying power for for the exactly. children. Yeah, I got them. Well, I got them matching L.L. Bean tote bags with their initials that I know they won't use until like high school because by that time they'll come back around and be cool again is my thought. Yeah, that's a great gift. Wow. Great so gift this so this book though, the, this book that you wrote, uh, my, it has to appeal to both adults and children because the adult has to buy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it it's like a of, Pixar. It's like a Pixar movie. Yeah, totally. It was like a mix of getting the right bands of like hitting like adult nostalgia and then sort of like a cool band of the moment sort of deal or like a cool artist of the moment. Um, so finding that kind of balance of all the names, there's like 80 artists in the book. Um, and so it Mama mia. kind of goes all over the map. And that yeah. is all over the map. Did you have to educate yourself a little bit in the process? Yeah. I mean, doing research, each each of the books, too, has um, a quote from each artist talking about creativity or uh, their songwriting. Damn, or you had to like hunt that. down all these motherfucking quotes? Yeah. And I read a lot of like old Rolling Stone cover stories and things like that, which are like kind of funny because like the level of access is so outrageous and then the quotes are just kind of fine mm. like it's like i spent it's like i spent a month living with james taylor and then he like said some platitudes and it's like that's all you got like <laughs> i love i love playing guitar yeah wow, exactly sick, yeah Thank they're you. totally like that it's pretty funny so you so you had to so if you, you included someone you had to chase down a quote from from these people yeah what the fuck who is the hardest <laughs> quote to get that just sounds like a nightmare and i know see like yeah. jason is my assistant on this podcast so i would send him to do all that i imagine <laughs> that you didn't have an assistant for this no well, it, i don't know if it's a nightmare chris i mean you you I, I think it sounds kind of nice because you actually i mean you're, you're writing a book you're doing something that's one of the most difficult things in the world but you already kind of have the the game plan and the blueprint and you know what you're doing versus just creating something out of thin air yeah i feel like my very good point i feel like i feel like my experiences (laughs) with blogging kind of prepared me to write a book of like scanning an article to find the best quote very quickly like Mm. uh came in clutch so you're you're a scan man yeah I love scanning. I love, I love, I just love scanning. You know, Jason, Jason, I wonder how you think about this as a member of the coastal elite media, but Jason uses the, the things where he listens to articles a lot, which I have flirted with, but haven't really done. Is that something you do in your time? Or is it like you need to read? You're an old school guy. Yeah, I'm definitely a reader in that way. We, we have the, that feature on WSJ.com for all the articles. And I just like can't fathom doing it. It's just not for me. Mm, I, call me old fashioned, but I read my articles. <laughs> yeah, call me crazy. <laughs> you know, we actually this podcast was just mentioned in the Wall Street Journal this week. I um, saw. It. I was very excited. Yeah, 
Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you know, and we're I we're keeping you guys afloat over there, huh? Yeah, once again, we're giving back <laughs> to the failing Wall Street Journal. But I, I would like to know what do you think about Jacob Gallagher? Because I feel like he kind of he he called us. What did he call us, Jason? Elderly millennials? Yeah, something like that. I, from an editorial standpoint, I think that, that that somebody should have stepped in and said that was maybe defaming the talent. I don't I don't know how you feel about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. From a from a since you're employed under the same roof, do you feel like that was a fair judgment for us, or you think that slipped through the cracks? Or do you feel that he was sending shots to our fitteds? Yeah, was he? <laughs> I know you're from Staten Island. I wanted to put things in your terminology. Thank you. I I wasn't getting what you were saying until just then, but now I, I get it. This is that's why there's two of us, Miles. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know if there were shots intended, but that was a great article. And I was looking at your merch afterwards, and I was miffed that there was an opportunity. To, there there wasn't any merch in the store that I wanted to grab. It. It was all sold out. A myth that many run into. It's a it's a big problem for us, but you know we're not trying to we're not trying to have it sell out. But that's just the fans are rabid. But I do think that podcast merch, <laughs> you know, it's inherently lame, but it is a a burgeoning category that we've all learned from that article. But I love producing it. But would I wear it? I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't. That's a tough one. I think I when I was looking at your. <laughs> your merch specifically like i love the sex in the city shirt and i was like oh i would wear that and i would buy that that's the right answer that's the right answer. something for everyone that's jason's stroke of genius We're, are you a big sex in the city head absolutely it's the best show you of know, all time i Ooh. look we agree we're a sex in the city forward podcast we were actually jason what were we talking about where i was talking about with the episode where he has to get the dolls off the bed to have sex the, the american <laughs> girl doll where the guy yeah. he has a full collection of it and it's hard for him to come to sexual completion with all those dolls eyeballing him and he breaks one of them <laughs> do you want to talk about a boner killer you break my american yeah. girl doll and you might as well just call a lift right now have do you watch it over and over i find my we watch it a lot in this household i i rewatch it a lot i feel like i've recently identified though that like if i'm doing that it's like oh you might be depressed like you should stop doing that that's that's very wise of you and very insightful like oh i should check on myself if i feel overwhelmingly drawn to start up season four for the 40th time (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's like that depression security blanket kind of thing where you're like wait i just watched three seasons in like a fuge state like what just happened is that is that your go-to warm hug television show or you are you dipping into some gilmore girls you can be honest chris is more of an office girl i'm more (laughs) of an office girl do you hate the office um i'm not an office rewatcher i i've watched it i feel like probably a couple times through but it's not my like oh you know, popcorn. You know, not not a hater of it, but you can agree that it is for more of a simple-minded folk. <laughs> <laughs> we, unfortunately, we did agree because Jason and I were just on a trip together. We did agree that I, unfortunately, am the Dwight K. Schrute of this relationship, and he is the Jim. And mm. I hate that that is true, but I I, I have to agree with that take. That dynamic <laughs> is real. <laughs> I don't, I don't that know. dynamic. Jason would put all of my desk adornments in jello. I, I really think he would do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you seen that one, Jason? No, but I can kind of do the math of how it all shakes out. <laughs> are, you, are you guys big pranks people? <laughs> uh, like a pranksman? <laughs> Great yeah. question. No. Uh, I like to prank, yeah. Do you, Jason? 
I mean, I, I, I don't prank as much as I did back in my pranking days. You know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a full grown man, so it doesn't happen as much as it yeah. did when I was 15, but sure. Miles, what kind of fucking pranks are you pulling? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I have a friend who's like kind of a prankster. Um, and <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of, what are you, okay. So you're friends with George Clooney. That's cool. He's always playing his little games. He, um, what kind of pranks? He once gifted uh, um, another one of his friends uh, like a plant with a little alarm in it, and then it like, went off in their apartment as a prank. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, That's he, actually pretty good. Okay, okay, so it was like a house gift plant, and then he had hidden a small alarm that was set to go off in the middle of the night? Yeah, I don't know if it was in the middle of the night, but mm. yeah. And he calls himself a prankster. I want to go back to old school. I want to kind of like break into Jason's room while he's asleep and put his hand in a in a bucket of hot water so he urinates on himself. That's more my that's my, more my kind of. I've given and I've received that prank before. Have you really? Yeah, but it doesn't take much for, to get me squirting in my sleep. You know what I mean? <laughs> does that does that wait? Does that actually work? I assumed it was an old wives' tale. Uh, I mean, it's it's definitely not guaranteed, but it'll it'll get there eventually if if all the stars and the planets have aligned and somebody's bladder is already kind of on the teetering point. You could push mm-hmm. it over with a warm cup of water, sure. I always thought that was literally like a Bam Margera prank that didn't work in real life. I mean, not as not as good as the shaving cream in the hand and then tickle the nose with a feather. That one that has yeah, a little bit more of an instant gratification. You know, that you could be soaking somebody's fingers in a warm cup of water for hours before you get any any liquid produced whatsoever. The tickle, the tickle is a fuck. The nose tickle is a is a classic. I would I would agree with that. Miles, did you uh, ha- did you watch the Ariana Grande concert documentary on uh, the failing Netflix? That's a good question. I did watch that documentary um, as part of my. I feel like I've is that your so job, much. Miles? Did Grande make the book, Miles? I, she did make the book. She made the cover too. Damn, yeah, we I, got a what, what? We got an Arinator on our hands here, Jason. I, also, Chris, we 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 should start doing our research. He's like, yeah, it's on the cover <laughs> of the book, dumbass. <laughs> Uh, I don't expect you to read it or know the title, but just look at the cover. <laughs> uh, I feel like I've dedicated a significant amount of work to covering Ariana Grande. And so I did watch the documentary um, mm-hmm. and I had gone to see that tour also. So it was kind of. So like, you would consider yourself a, a true fan or is this just for documentary purposes only? No, both. I think she's like a really interesting artist. Um, to write about what, what do you think about her mom oh love her met her big big grande <laughs> big, gra- jo- big grande joan big grande, grande. joan grande <laughs> <laughs> joan let me get a joan grande joan grande Extra seems like a monster she seems like a chris jenner wannabe she she has chris jenner as style in the, takes like, one to know one chris <laughs> yeah that's true um, i mean yeah, she's. I didn't even know Ariana had a mom. What, what is, what's the deal with her? Do you think Scooter? Do you think? Do you think Scooter has Joan on the payroll? No, I don't think so. I kind of think that there might have been some like weird tension between them at one point. Are you saying that Scooter Braun and Joan had sex? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Like, oh, uh, I'm sorry. Business, I'm sorry. Business, a business tension. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry because I'm, I'm sure Joan is definitely a freak, and Sco- we know Big Scooter a freak, so that makes <laughs> sense. But. 
So yeah, yeah, well, Scooter, we, we all know Scooter is willing to do anything to get the deal done, Chris. That's and that's why he's one of my idols. And we you know, know that I mean? Joan Grande I'm... will always make you do the unthinkable if you if you want to secure that. <laughs> well, contract. the thing about and and Miles, we'll get back to to, to sure. Ariana, but I, I do you know the the freakiest thing about her to me is that she's from Boca Raton. <laughs> <laughs> that is, you can't trust nobody from Boca Raton. It's very specific. It's, it's very like, specific. Yeah, a Boca Raton. A, a child who grew up in Boca Raton, Boca Raton, I think, has a very like specific sense of sensibilities. Like you spend Just a lot that, of time around old people. That's oh. true, and yeah, that's a good point. And she, she was also like, was she rich or just like upper middle class? I think upper middle class. Like her, I, <laughs> I'm revealing that I do know a lot. Um, like her <laughs> dad was like had a security company that was like their kind of family business. Mm. Um, in Florida, so like it wasn't like they were like falling out, but they weren't, you know. Doing yeah, they they were able themselves. to they were able to buy a lot of fake hair for their young daughter. <laughs> Papa Grande was able to put a nice golden goose on Christmas table every year, but they were they had no Bentleys in the driveway, probably. Exactly, because I look, I'm I'm a Sean Mendez head. Let me just put that out there right now. I'm a big Mendez fan. What are their fans called, Chris? Man- Mendez. What are the, do you, Do you know Miles? I don't know that. He's like no loser. I don't fucking know that. <laughs> you so, call yourself an author. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Did Sean Mendez not make the book, Miles? Um, I don't think he did. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Also, like that you're not sure. <laughs> I, mean, I had to think about it. I feel like he could have been on like the list of people at one point. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. But so the Sean Mendez documentary we've talked about on this podcast. I really liked it. I re- mm-hmm. really liked. It. I thought it was actually quite good. I think the reviews were basically like, he's not that interesting. And to me, it's like, yeah, of course he's not like these people are vessels, merely <laughs> vessels. Um, but it had a lot of heart. You know, I felt mm. like the Ariana doc. I felt the Ariana documentary they did. We didn't get a peek behind the curtain. It felt no. a little, it, it felt a little safe. Yeah. It was not very revealing. I mean, I met Sean Mendez once I interviewed him and he was like a very, how hot sweet- was he? How hot was he? Um, he, he looked great. I don't know. he, what? Like Shawn Mendes. Miles, did something happen between you two? You're being a little coy about him. No, I thought he was like he a perfectly sweet kind of guy. Like it just kind of like you said, he's a vessel. I was like, oh, okay. Do you find that with a lot of pop stars though? That it's just like, I mean, I'm sure you've been in the room with a lot of them, but they feel, does the media training just, they can't shake it no matter what you do? A lot. Of, I mean, a lot of pop stars like that, like for sure. It definitely feels like, okay, you are fully not like in the mm-hmm. room right you are like doing you're you're just a an ai bot here that happens to also have blood and organs <laughs> yeah yeah the, yeah the hologram when the, who isn't like that the hologram replaces you yeah i mean i was gonna ask also who isn't like that but also what are your tips and tricks to disarm a-list celebrities when you're trying to talk to them mm. um i would say when i did interview ariana i felt it was very like authentic and we had yeah a, great conversation one i think one thing to avoid is that i never that i always try not to do is like talk to artists about their fans because it gets Mm. into kind of like very predictable Mm. like falling on your sword kind of territory in quotes of like i would do anything for these people like which is all like very nice without my fans i am nothing i just want to say (laughs) that first and foremost i look yeah no one's gonna be like i mean i wish they weren't so ugly like no one's gonna say anything really real (laughs) yeah Yeah, i wish they were i wish they They could drop a couple lbs but you know thank (laughs) god they're buying (laughs) thank god they're buying (laughs) 
That would be the coolest possible response. Is like, man, these fans are fucking annoying, bro. You know this shit sucks. But but I do think the fandom because have you had now I've I've been attacked on Twitter by Swifties and a few other groups for for some of my more um you know uh, colorful comments. Out- Powerful comments, exactly. Powerful comments. Have you been canceled by by the Swifties or the Rinators or maybe even the uh, Bayhive? I don't think I've been canceled. There was one time when I worked at the Fader, we wrote about Taylor Swift had this video for the song "Wildest Dreams," where she like went to Africa in it. But like the- <laughs> for for our listeners at home, Miles just did air quotes, insinuating <laughs> that that may have been faked. In, in a green oh, I thought, I'm sorry, Miles. I thought I thought I thought Miles was doing like tiger hands to show <laughs> that she was in the jungle. I, I got confused. Yeah. It must be a lag yeah. on my. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. Okay, so he was not serving bad kitty. The video only featured white people, hmm. but it took place in Africa, and it was just kind of like a forgettable video. But we wrote that it like only featured white people, and her fans got really mad. And I always think about that because I'm like. It's such a weird thing to defend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. You would think. I mean, I, I, I luckily there's a feature where you could mute a single tweet, which I've I've found to be my friend when some of these fandoms come after me. But I do find it to be, it's crazy to me that that you can't even. I mean, the woman who gave Taylor Swift an 8.0 for folklore got doxed. Like it's it's you can't even be like it has, I don't understand that I don't fucking under- bitch deserved it <laughs> exactly yeah, I don't understand it's not like they gave her the jet review the pissing monkeys jet review <laughs> it's not that you know it's not that bad but I just don't understand like is it hard to do you I don't know I feel like that would be in my head when I'm talking to these people it's like they're they're the the fans are so rabid now that it's it's a tough thing to just be objective and I don't know it would it would get into my head a little bit I think yeah. I think I don't do too many like reviews or criticisms or, yeah, or yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. Like most of my stuff is profiles or like behind the scenes sort of details and reporting. Um, so I feel like the fans kind of the opposite of that. Like all of my like stand followers are always like, what's the detail? Like find out such and such mm-hmm. for me that like that sort of thing, which is like good, but kind of scary. Like I tweeted about <laughs> BTS earlier this year. No, nope, be careful. No, nope, you're just like super nice. And like, but their fans were just like incredibly nice in a concerning way. Like I saw like edits of my tweet, like frame, like not framed in real life, but like digitally framed and presented or like, uh. there would be like, a, I tweeted like a nice thing about BTS and there was like a three tweet thread, like describing me and my career. And like that, Wow, it was a good thing that I was like complimenting them, which I was like, that's very nice. It's scary. Do you think that could be like a subconscious intimidation tactic? Yes. <laughs> This is what we can do when we like you. So uh, make sure you stay on the right side of, of our blade. It's something like that. It's very intense. Um, I don't get, I've tried to get BTS and I, you know, luckily this is verbal and not on Twitter. I just, the music does nothing for me. Like I, I just, it does nothing. Is it, is it mm. just not for me or am I not getting it? Both. Um, I think, I think some of the music is kind of interesting and in the fact that it's like, it really is so world-based to me. Like mm. there's, there's a lot of Latinx pop sort of influences in their music. And to have that like go to be sung in Korean is like an interesting thing. Like, I think there's pieces of it that like add up to something interesting. Are they, are, are they just doing that because that particular global sound is what's popular in pop music right now? do you think that they're doing that for any reason beyond that? Um, I think it's probably just like, I feel like for them though, as 
like a global pop band like yes it's because it's popular but also like they are making it popular and i think that's mm-hmm. kind of a weird no you're right loop in itself mm-hmm. but but it's also those songs are written by like 14 people right oh yeah yeah for sure i mean like every song <laughs> but yeah that's right 14 computers that's what because we <laughs> We do a we do a, a music show with Spotify and we we basically like go through new songs on Fridays or and it comes out on Saturday. But you know they have that they have that feature where you can look at the credits, you know, which I I always have been interested in as a kid and also as someone who used to be in the music business. He's a real credit junkie. I'm a real credit junkie. What can I say? No no MX and. <laughs> And I just, I mean, sometimes you open that shit and you're like, my God, this is a fucking Bible's worth of names in here. Yeah, who's getting paid? <laughs> who's getting paid? I mean, Not really, truly. <laughs> it's, 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 it's shocking to me sometimes, like, how, how, how many people it requires. But also, is BTS, though, is BTS... They're not working with, like, Diplo and Mark Ronson, but they're working with, like, a tier no, below that. I think that. they are. I think they are. Are they? Yeah. Not, not those two in particular, but I think they're now starting to kind of get to that level of production they were working with with king steve aoki oh suck on, suck on that chris i didn't know they had built with with jason's former business partner steve aoki that mm. makes things a little different okay i'm taking let me take another listen maybe my ears will hear something different this mm. time now that i know I'll, Big I'll, aoki. Send you, I'll send you my bts rex please please do yeah you know what we'll need to post those so if you could just make it look nice in photoshop that would be great that would be great but i mean do you listen to pop music in your free time or do you like to get deep? Are you listening to Wilco? Be honest. That's not deep. Um, definitely a mix. I, I feel like my favorite album of last year was uh, that. Have you heard of Westerman? This guy in the UK? Yeah. You know what? That's funny because no. that's that should be right up my street. And a lot of people yeah. recommended that to me. And it didn't do that much for me. Huh. Okay. And that's like exactly the kind of music I like. I should revisit it based on your recommendation because I like when professionals tell me what I should like. So it's boring? Yeah, it's pretty boring. What's the uh, what's the vibes with Westerman? Yeah, describe it's, it. It's kind of like I mean, it is sort of like I, I feel like it's not typical of the taste that I like write about or listen a lot to, which is like you know Ariana Grande, whatever big big pop releases. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do think that like it's really good. It's kind of like high concepty eighties pop. Mm. It's kind of like Phil Collinsy. Okay. Damn. Actually, okay. That you you might be. I mean, I I get that. I I just didn't. I don't know. A lot of people recommended that to me, but that that record did okay, right? It wasn't big, but it it like. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it made a big splash, but I saw like a lot of people at the end of the year, like um, Rostam and Ed Roast, and uh, lots of people saying like it was on their list of like best songs. Shout out to Rost, man. I don't know. I need to revisit that record. Now you have me spinning. I'll I'll give it a listen. I'll let you know how it is, Chris. But I'll listen to it on Wii. What do you think about Choir Boy, Miles? I feel kind of like how you feel about the Westerman thing, where a lot of people were like, yeah. oh, you should listen to this. You have to listen to this. Yeah. I haven't like really been able to like... See, that's that's so funny, because that, to me, I was like, this rocks. As soon as I heard it, I was like, I fucking like this. And all the, all the music on that label, I kind of like. It's just not... I feel like no one's really making that sort of music, like this obviously 80s inspired, like super 80s inspired. Um, but I'm more of a guitar daddy as Jason, you know, because Jason's an EDM guy. I'm a guitar jangle guy. So we rarely see eye to eye, you mm-hmm. know. I believe the drum machines do have a soul. <laughs> God damn it. Do not say that. That's uh, I didn't. I, <laughs> <laughs> 
So you get it. <laughs> yeah. You get it, bro. You get it. I didn't. I. I just. Okay. Well, good to know that that that's highly recommended from you. Did you? What else did you like? Because we just did it. We just did a wrap up show. Um. Uh, of some of our favorites and it was my shit was very typical so i don't know i don't know how much 5eo foreign you listen to but i would highly <laughs> recommend that that that's amazing um <laughs> i feel like on the other side of things my like other album i listened to a lot was the Dua Lipa album which i think is oh great. here we go here we go mm, do you do you, what how do you feel about the remix album um i thought it was all right it, it, it didn't do it for me as much as the original yeah. Is that because you're doing less Molly in quarantine or <laughs> it did, did the ketamine me dealer not call you back or what's the deal? <laughs> no, it did make me miss going out and like being gay in public. But <laughs> I mean, like beyond that, it didn't really. Do you, th- do you think that the dual record from this year is, is better than her previous record though? Yeah. Oh no. Do. Why do you think that? Because I don't get her this record. I think the first record had a lot of like a bit of trying things out and kind of having a laugh in the booth, uh, just trying out a few different styles and lanes for her. Whereas this one was like, I do really love when an artist like picks a lane and goes for it, which I think with this album, like the, I feel like someone could say that it's almost too similar. Like a lot of the songs I'm like, okay, I got it. But. Yeah. Did you watch the, did you watch the song exploiter with her? Cause it's really funny that she doesn't do anything. <laughs> I thought it was funny that that's like, not true. No, she did something. I mean, yeah, yeah. she looked hot. She works with professionals. She, or like that she was honest and she was and she was letting her songwriting companions. I agree. Get some yeah. spotlight. Good point. Because you know they really did all the work, or not all the work, but a lot of the work. But she, you know, she has a an unforgettable voice. That's just it is what it is. You can't duplicate that. You can't teach somebody that. You cannot do a. You cannot duplicate that. I agree, Jason. <laughs> Chris. <no. laughs> That's even bad. That's even bad for me. <laughs> I just, I just find her to be. I don't know. I just find her to be kind of. She seems like soulless and like an industry plant, even though I know she's not. But I do love her voice. I think she has a beautiful, like, kind of insane voice. I really like it. I yeah. just don't feel any. Like, I just feel nothing from her. Like, I just, I just get yeah. nothing. She just seems like a cool girl to me. Like, she just seems like <laughs> she's a cool chick. Like she's just a cool girl. Like it's. I don't think it's like. I agree. I think a lot of pop stars. It's like oh, looking for the hidden meaning and who they are and what they represent. And to me, it's like oh, she's a cool girl. Like mm-hmm. of course she's popular because she's cool. Interesting you say that because historically I do like cool girls. Um, but this is <laughs> this one for some reason is throwing me for a loop. I do think she's cool. Like I I, I think she's cool. But I I just don't. The music is fine to me. I guess. Um, but I, I don't know. Jason loves, I mean, we talk about her a lot cause Jason loves her, but you know, what do you know, since we're talking about music, we like, what are your feelings on, on the killers with the most important American rock band in the last century? <laughs> also, also featured on the song Exploder. That's why, that's why we're talking about it because that, that one to me showed these guys just pouring their hearts out of the page. Brandon flowers. I mean, arguably better looking than Dua Lipa. I, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to choose favorites. What the fuck? Yeah, I might I rather, f- I, I would probably fuck Brandon Flowers before I fuck Dua Lipa. No <laughs> cap. No cap, Jason. No cap. You've had a lot of bad takes <laughs> on this podcast. That might be the worst. I mean, Dua Lipa, if anything, is hot as fuck. Even Miles can agree with that, right? <laughs> She's gr- yeah, I mean, come on. That's like- come on, Chris. Have you seen... Br- have you seen Brandon Flowers' head of hair, Jason? He could, he's the only one who could rival you. First of all, thank you. <laughs> I, I don't, but yeah, my, I want to hear from a professional because I think Sam's Town is one of the most important rock albums of the aughts. 
I do really you disagree do, with that? I actually really love that album. So yes, uh, and I'll, I think Bones is a very underrated killer song. That's funny you that say album. that because that song sucks. But I okay, oh, I'm out wow. with you. Chris prefers Bones, the TV series. I put my killer's heart out there, and it was stomped on. <laughs> yeah, man. I love you, Miles. It's not you. It's 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 between me and Brandon. <laughs> I just think he could do better than that one. I I think that. Okay. But I was. Wait, I've never even heard of Bones. What's what's what is Bones about? That was a single, wasn't it, Miles? Yeah, I think it, it's like vague. I feel like they have songs that are vaguely like Springsteen esque, and I feel like yes. that was one of the first ones that kind of did vaguely that. or or rip off. Yes, yeah, yes, whichever. I would say forty percent of their catalog is just Bruce. Chris, what is what is so bad about Bones? Two Springsteen? No, Bones doesn't actually suck. I just think that record has so like it's it's a no skips for me, but Bones Whoa. is the one I, I might like. I'm good on that. The song <laughs> For Reasons Unknown, which is a song where Brandon plays bass, that to me is the most underrated killer song in the catalog. Um <laughs> Damn. If you mention one more one more killer song and I won't I won't even need to be tucked in to fall asleep. <laughs> Jason, you li- you literally listen to ambient music, so I don't know how you're able to. <laughs> Jason makes me listen to NTS all the time, which I really don't like. Mm. I-, I don't know if you listen to it. Are you? What is your stance on playlists in general? Because I think it's the devil. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, my former Fader coworker Ben Dendrjlemko has written a lot about like how playlisting is super evil, and it's freaked me out. Um, specifically, like the hyper pop playlist. Yeah, Jason loves hyperpop. Well, there's there's a difference between a playlist created by Spotify and a playlist created by like a professional DJ with better taste in music than all three of us have combined. <laughs> Fair. No offense. Fair. True. Yeah. No, I think that's true. But I I just think the like you live or you you die or if you're on a certain playlist or not is I mean it's kind of. Mm-hmm similar to when radio was super powerful and like you could do it's the exact it's the exact same thing the exact same thing. Yeah. i mean i i was on the phone with a, a a pr person from motormouth this morning um talking with with an artist and it's they're literally talking about playlists i'm like what the fuck is pollen you dorks like that's something that gives <laughs> makes me sneeze chris pollen, like, pollen oh. is a very popular playlist on spotify which is a great app to use to listen to music <laughs> or podcasts I've heard that on Spotify you can listen to all your favorite artists. Yeah, Paul, Pollen, Pollen. It's like a genreless blend of like. It all just sounds like Urban Outfitters to me. It yeah. all just sounds mm. so bland. It's just a vibe. Well, I would, I would never listen to a playlist like that. Those are that. That literally is just like a feature. You're being featured. Like, oh, a, a movie theater is going to play these movies because they have a relationship with the studio. This radio station is going to play these songs because they have an agreement with the record labels. Spotify is going to do the same thing with their playlist. I'm talking about like a cool girl in Chinatown who like found all these great records on vinyl and she's going to do a mix about, you know, about her cat. That's what I'm listening to. Look, I under- I understand that sound But I do like hyperpop. That actually that <laughs> that description of an NTS playlist that you just said Jason sounds mm-hmm. terrible. You basically said a cat lady is going to make a mix in her apartment, so I'm good on that. But <laughs> I do think I'm also good on pollen, but I don't I don't think that I think what's crazy about it is that there there's Spotify genres of music that these artists that make full livings that only exist on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Like they don't they they can't tour. It's just not that business. It's like they literally exist on Spotify. Yeah, we're we're two of them, Chris. That's a good point. <laughs> that that that's how that's how good the playlists are, but then I listen to the music and it's completely like unidentifiable basically. 
Like, I, it sounds like it's made by computers. Well, you know, you need a certain brain to appreciate it's, that. It's not good. What? What? But why is hyperpop keep coming up so much? Um, I think it feels fresh to a lot of people. To me, it sounds like um, oh, what's that band? Um, Hello Goodbye. It sounds like oh, that. To whoa, me. whoa, whoa! I haven't heard that name in years, Miles. Damn! I just went back to Warp Tour. Six and it feels weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it is hyper pop style music. Is a is a twenty twenty one extension of Hello Goodbye. They crawled so yeah. Ag Cook could walk. I guess. Yeah, it was funny because I had said that to Ben when he was reporting that piece, and he was in one of the discords. And then someone posted a Hello Goodbye song, and someone wrote, "It's like hyper pop with real instruments in real life." And I was like, <laughs> "Damn." <laughs> That's pretty good. Did that make you feel old? Because that just made me feel old. It made me feel really old, but also right because I was saying that. Mm -hmm. To hear them geek out on it, I was like, yeah, it's 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 the same energy. It's the same type of spazzy person. It's just you know the technology has changed. But that Ag Cook cat got a lot of press. Like, didn't he have a New York Times profile? Yeah, I mean, I think he's also done like great production outside of the like Mm -hmm. before this with like Charlie XCX and everything. You know, I think he's like. A talented producer. Yeah. Do you like hyper pop when it is a Charlie XCX song more than just a regular old song? I don't think the genre is bad. I just think it's it's so of the times to me. Mm-hmm. Like the way Hello Goodbye is. You know, it's like <laughs> it evokes such like a specific feeling. I mean, I am shocked that Hello Goodbye did not stand the test of time. <laughs> I believe I believe Hello Goodbye was actually Christian, so they they will live forever. <sighs> yeah, eternally. Eternally, they will have eternal life. So, right? is it Good is point. it safe to say that that HG, that's what I call him, did not make the did not make your book? <laughs> did not no hyper pop. What um, are well, well? What are some odd oddball selections from your book? Um, it's been funny because I get like sent videos of like, especially for my friends of like who have kids listening to it with them, and it's funny to have them be like, oh their favorite artist is like Missy Elliott because of the mm. book or something like that, where it's like a little kid, like not really getting it, but like loving the way it sounds. And that's a little like too that, vulgar right? for me. I don't know if I would let my children listen to somebody like Missy Elliott, but that's just, that's just me personally. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that is amazing though. I mean, Missy Elliott does it. She makes music where I could really see a child having a blast dancing around to it. I feel like David Bowie is popular with kids. What? Yeah. I mean, he looks like, his like visual style is really appealing for kids. Like mm-hmm. he just seems, he seems cool for kids. He seems cool. They, that David <laughs> Bowie guy, he seems pretty yeah, fucking cool. He he has it, you know. <laughs> He's gonna be good. <laughs> he really shouldn't have died, man. <laughs> uh, I, I guess I I don't. Did your parents play a lot of music in the house when you were a kid? Yeah, my dad was a big jam band fan, um, especially the Almond Brothers. Hell yeah. So I listened to a the lot South, of that. The South, will, the South will rise again. You heard me, fellas. <laughs> Crazily, he's from Brooklyn. So <laughs> I I don't fully grasp, but uh, I'm yeah. Literally, I'm literally sitting in Atlanta right now, and I can't believe that the Allman Brothers made it all the way to Staten Island. God bless. <laughs> Staten Island is the south of New York, though. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. What um, other famous musicians are from Staten Island, though? Wu-Tang? Not many. I mean, the Wu-Tang Clan is like That's the most it, famous, right? probably. 
That's it. All ten of them. Well, so your dad played the Almond Brothers and like fish or just like cool stuff? Yeah, like the dead and fish and my mom listened to like U two and like Warren Zevon and that sort of deal. I stand I stand with mom here. <laughs> was uh was Pops gone off the edibles back then? <laughs> um not sure. You haven't talked to him about it now that now that you're old enough to have the drug talk? Um, I mean, I think, you know, are your own conclusions as an all fan. <laughs> Is your dad a cop? No, he's not. <laughs> so you're, you're telling me that your dad worked at the CIA and commissioned Ryder Rips to read the logo. That is, yeah. you, you should not have buried the lead. That is unfortunate. That was the big that reveal. That. Yeah, that, that, that is too, that you, you took that too far. Miles, what about you, what about you and jam band style drug use? My my brother is a big fish fan, so I've been to a fish concert with him. Did you have an acid cheese steak? <laughs> no, I didn't have an acid cheese steak. I didn't see that those are up for sale. Um, but yeah, like I enjoyed the full fish experience, and it was cool. What? It was- what a what a what a diplomatic way to say it. Yeah, this guy's afraid of the Wall Street Journal coming down on his heart. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be a dork. But... Look, Jacob Gallagher s- told me all kinds of stories. Exactly. Your coworker Jacob Gallagher's talking about he downed a whole six pack of IPAs by himself, <laughs> you know, on a Friday night. So that's a big you... that's a big belly ache. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot of carb. You know, that does sound like a pretty big belly ache now that we're talking about it. <laughs> I didn't know that I didn't know that, that IPAs hurt the tummy. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot of lot of carb, a lot of gas. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't. I, I guess I really didn't realize that more so than a regular, just a, a Bud Light. Well, Miles. Speaking of that, how how is our quarantine body going now that we've almost hit a year? Yeah, I feel <laughs> yeah, like yeah. right before quarantine, I went on a super like lifting binge and was like very in shape. And Daddy, so, what kind of lifting are we talking? Olympic style? Love a lifting binge. I was doing like. The cer- like multiple days at the gym, different muscle groups, the whole the whole kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I love I love a circuit. I love a circuit. You know what I mean by that? Absolutely. <laughs> God damn it! Um, so I was doing that, and then in quarantine, I feel like I've backslid a bit, but I'm kind of fine with it because you know it's quarantine. Mm-hmm. Well, it must be nice to let let yourself off the hook like that. <laughs> yeah, you guys are you guys are very dedicated fitness people. I am Jason. He is Jason. Takes his time. Jason. Jason is a is is you know he kind of flows with the wind. Let me mm-hmm. say that. Yeah, I, I, I do it for my head, and he does it for his body. But I like Jason's approach to life in general. Jason's kind of an everything in moderation type of guy, which I, I'm a little jealous of as a um, former drug addict and now fitness addict. I think that we know that I don't I don't have those capabilities. But Jason can, you know, eat a little bit of that, do a little bit of this, do a little bit of that, and it never really catches up with his tall ass. I, I am incapable. I don't know if you have those problems, Miles. Jealousy is a disease. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I've been I've been gorging myself in quarantine. I've been fully like letting go. And what it's do you, been, it's been what, are you what are the treats? What are you going? Are we doing Mary's Gone Crackers with a nice brie? <laughs> are we eating a handful of almonds? What's going on? No, I've been like, I've been into the Trisket lifestyle. Some cheese thrown in there. <laughs> the, the Trisket <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> Don't say that like that's a normal thing. No one has ever said that before. I like the Get salt and pepper Triscuits. Actually, I haven't had them yeah. in years. 
Well, are you putting I'm, a cheddar, a sharp cheddar on top? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you sound like my granddad with a scotch after exactly. work. Exactly. What, what type of cow's milk are you drinking with this childlike snack? <laughs> no cow's milk. I'm not drinking milk. <laughs> so you're you're having triscuits and cheese and also cheese its I've been into like a cheese plate situation, or like a meat and cheese plate. Uh huh. Uh huh. Are there any grapes, quince paste, or is this just keto only? <laughs> Walk me through your nut story, the whole thing. It's a full. There's like almonds on the board. Sometimes there's you know different types of cheese, cured meats, honey, grapes, figs. Yes, yeah, what, honey. What lo- what local purveyors are you going to for this? I'd love to shout them out. Whole Foods. Yeah, that's that's owned by Amazon, so let's not shout them out. Do you okay? have a sprig no. of rosemary running down the line, the, the center of your cheese board? <laughs> be honest. You know, I haven't gone down that path yet, but mm-hmm. it might be worth considering. Call me when you do. You're really treating. It sounds like you're really treating yourself. I have to say, I mean, I, I'm I'm letting my myself have a few Reese's cups here and there, but a, a, a an entire board, I could never. I do love a frozen Reese's cup moment. Are you into that? Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Hell yeah. All, Frozen? All desserts got to be cold as hell. I want all my shit cold. Yeah. All my candy's cold. Miles, what about cooking? Oh, yeah. Or are you just, are you only plating over there? <laughs> no, I'm a big cook. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like cooking was my kind of big hobby before this, and now it's turned into like real life, which is... <laughs> A little sad, but that's okay. <laughs> that's not sad. That's my real life. That's similar to Jason. Jason can really whip up whip up a meal in the kitchen, but I, I don't. Yeah. What what is your what is your specialty? Yeah, what are we focusing on right now? I'm definitely like an an Ina Garten like roasted chicken kind of boy. Honey, I'm doing that tonight. Absolutely. Um, I'm definitely into like a pasta with whatever looks good at the supermarket kind of deal. <laughs> So, with so with you, whatever you, you, and so whoever get, looks good. Yeah, exactly. So you get key foods. You get key foods for some fresh. Seafood. Yeah, you, just, you know how it goes. <laughs> and you just head home and start start oh plate. This asparagus looks too good to pass up. You're going in my <laughs> pasta tonight, Mister. Hey, the, the farmers market is real. Okay. Okay. What farmers market is it? Come on, man. The, I mean, what? What? The Grand I've been in Plaza. LA. Come on. Union Square. Okay, yeah, p- people like that. Union Square might be a little chicer, but it might be yeah. far for you. Yeah, that's more of a green market. I could see you driving your Subaru down to 14th Street and loading the <laughs> trunk up. Well, Miles, do, do you drive? Do you have a car? <laughs> I'm good. I'm straight, bro. I'm, I'm from Santa. We don't got cars. No, literally. I don't drive. I, I think you should drive. If you're going to really get into cooking, you're going to need to need more space for your farmer's market haul. It's true. Like you my, can't. My partner has a jeep, and we enjoy oh. it. Oh, you buried the lead. There's a partner, <laughs> and he has a jeep. Sounds hot. Yeah, he is. Like a jeep, like 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 a like a jeep life, or like like a Wrangler. Yeah, a Wrangler. Does it have doors? It does have doors. Mm. Damn, honestly, he's got a Wrangler. That truly is hot, though. I think I feel like that's like a hot high school guy car to have. <laughs> <laughs> it is in all the Netflix movies. All the hot guys have. Car- have wranglers and which I've i love it i love the wrangler because it's like a fake nice car that that's what i exactly. like it's like much too expensive for what it is but there is a cachet that comes with it yeah when we go upstate there's a jeep culture that i didn't know about is that when jeeps 
especially Wrangler, Wranglers pass each other on the road, they give like a peace sign to each other. Mm. It's crazy. It's a real thing. Like they all do it. It's a quiet respect amongst Wranglers. Is it, Miles, is it safe for you to say that Wrangler butts drive you nuts? <laughs> that's, that's a message I can endorse. Very <laughs> I, I have, I've actually, you know what? I've never really, I guess I've only been in one once or twice, but I'm into the idea of having one chopped and screwed like in the bahamas you know what i mean <laughs> like i i like it's our beach cruiser and, and you know i i i rip the doors off with my bare hands and some jean cutoffs you talking about daddy's weekend toys I'm, I'm talking about i am in fact talking about daddy's weekend toys and if it gets a little sand and it gets a little sand in it guess what i don't give a fuck yeah it just washes right off yeah it just washes right i mean you spray it down like it's a like yeah i mean it's it's great i so you have access to a Jeep, so you are you are able to get the farmer's market haul. It's not a little subway trip for you. No. So is your partner like a survivalist outdoorsman type? No. Does he have like a Punisher skull sticker on the Wrangler? <laughs> yeah. Is your, wait, no. hold on. Is your, is your partner Blue Lives Matter? What a twist that would be, Miles. <laughs> that would be awful. No. <laughs> he, Blue live butts drive me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, God. what is what does he do? What does he do for a living? Um, he's a producer slash editor of like video stuff. Okay, so well, so you guys are both at home just chained to the machine all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Type typing away on that Acer. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This this the yeah. Acer. <laughs> Miles, Acer. just just so you guys know, we we can see Miles' gaming PC in the background, and that's why his <laughs> that's that's why his that's why he's he's not able to accept gifts either as an employee. So he he did buy this full price. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more fun that way. I can hear the fan. It's a little loud. It's a little loud. Thank you for recognizing my uh, corporate ethics policy on air. I love corporate ethics because I could never. um, And I love (laughs) receiving promotional items to any address that I may may be at. Miles, speaking of that, has there been anything that you've been wanting to write about this year that you couldn't because of your corporate handcuffs that you wear every day? No, I mean I could write so about cold. about anything. I just couldn't receive it. Um, mm-hmm. which he, has to, he had to pay full, like he said, he had to pay full price for his Ariana Grande <laughs> tickets. <laughs> um, but no, not really. I mean, what do you know? By the way, Miles, have you heard tale of the unreleased Terry Richardson Lady Gaga documentary? Um, the video for um, uh, "Do What You Want," which features R. Kelly, which is like the most canceled song in existence. <laughs> That's. But there is there. I know for a fact there's an entire. I want to do what R. Kelly wants. <laughs> there's an entire Lady Gaga documentary that that was shot by Terry Richardson during that time that just got canned, and then she put out that neutered one, you know, a couple years ago. I mm-hmm. say we release Terry's version. I say we find it. <laughs> Hashtag and we release, release it. the Terry cut. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hashtag release Terry cut. How long, Goners? Let's get that started on Twitter. <laughs> I, I, I just think that I think that in the other Gaga doc, which I really loved, obviously, because superstar DJ Mark Ronson was in it, and I'm a big of fan of his. And when she wreck, she hits his car, and he just doesn't care because he's so rich. Yeah. That's the, that's the coolest thing. Mark, oh, my God, I ran my car. He's like, yeah, whatever, baby. Let's, let's rock. <laughs> but I, but I, think, I think that – that we need to see an unvarnished Gaga, and I, well, I feel Chris, like we've never you seen you might that. Um, you might be the only real Terry sympathizer in this chat right now, Chief. 
I'm not I'm not a Terry sympathizer. I just think we should be able to see that documentary. Whether whether Terry's canceled or not, why can't we? The documentary You're able to separate the art from the artist. Well, the artist here is Gaga. It's not Terry, I don't think. It might be sure, Terry. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, just because Harvey Weinstein produced a movie doesn't mean Kidman <laughs> needs to get canceled, right? <laughs> exactly, Jason. Now you understand where I'm coming from as far as a the A peek into go. the mind of Chris Black. I get it now. Are there any are there any artist docs that we need to see that we may have missed? Because I, I love I love a documentary. Echo in the Canyon I really liked. Um but that's a little more my shit, you know. Although I don't think it's particularly revealing because it's made by her. Like I do love all the Beyonce docs. Oh like, come on, Miles, oh, you sucker. Miles. That's come on, a cool answer, but I don't know. Beyonce is the office of singers. Oh, that's that's no damn. That's the damn truth. Beyonce is boring as hell. I mean, I, I like her as a celebrity, but if anybody, if your name, if you're the star of something and you're also the producer of it, I can, I will not watch it. Serena Williams documentary, Oprah. Oh, I, I can't watch bad. any of that shit. It's all because it's all clearly, clearly. They get if you get final cut, I'm out. Chris, that sounds like your your same complaints about like interview magazine when you have one celeb interview another and you're like, okay, this is just going to be you know blowing each other's balloon well, up for an I, hour. Inter- interview, but interview has always done that. That's literally their entire basis of the magazine. Mm. I think when Vogue when Vogue Sorry. does it, it's a problem. When mm-hmm. Vogue does it, it's a problem. That okay. that to me, and I, I'm sure Miles, a real journalist, would agree with me on that. I do agree with you. It's a it's annoying. yeah. Fuck Vogue. It's a no. I I love Vogue. I can't, I love to grace their pages, and I love all the the, the beautiful <laughs> men, men and women that work there. Um, shout out to all my Vogue family. But I do think that I do think that uh, having celebrities interview other celebrities is or, or I mean Beyonce wrote an essay. That's even more fucked up. Yeah, it's they, never it's never interesting when it happens. Don't like her music. She's an amazing essayist, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm here for the essays, not the bops. Um, I, I don't, I don't think that, but I just don't think that we do need miles. You're on the front line doing God's work because we need revealing celebrity profiles. That's literally my favorite thing. And I, I, I remember you mentioned Rolling Stone earlier. I read all of those as a, as a kid, I read the face as a kid spin as a kid. So like, that is what I was raised on. And I do miss that level of access. Have you guys ever seen almost famous that movie? Is it like that? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's kind of exactly like that. Like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean that is access. Miles, when Miles pulled up to the to Barclays to interview Ariana, he was wearing some flares <laughs> like you've never seen, Jason. And they're like, "Well, are you coming or not, Miles?" And you're like, oh, "I guess I made it." <laughs> he jumps on the private jet. The private jet is different than the bus, but I, I do think Miles, that- who who's on the who's on the hit list for you? Who's who's some ultimate gets that you'd love to uh, chat it up with backstage? Um, I would really want to interview Rihanna, but. I think that, like, I don't think that assignment would ever be for me. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but I that's what like, makes it good, Miles. Well, Miles, are you yeah. willing to smoke a lot of weed? With Rihanna? Sure. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I Jason mean, loves Rihanna. I think Rihanna's a, a, a big get. I think that also, I feel like Rihanna. I'd is smoke su- PCP with Rihanna. Uh, yeah, Jason definitely would. I, I, I feel like she's such a pro that it'd be tough, but she's down to clown. Yeah, I think most. Even the worst Rihanna profiles are pretty good mm-hmm. because, like, yes, yeah, she no, she's good. She's good. She keep it real. Well, and she gives good color. Yeah. She gives good profile. Well, Miles, thank you so much for potting with us. It was a Thanks pleasure for having me. This is great. It was a real fun. Hey journey. guys, check check out all of Miles' work uh, everywhere where you find writing, uh, but especially what's the name? What's the name of the book? Music is my life. 
available now wherever fine books are sold. Aww. Yeah, so if you have if you have a child, make sure you go to Amazon.com and order this. <laughs> Do not go to bookshop.org. Miles said go to Amazon.com. <laughs> he he wants Bezos to see some profit from this, and that's kind of part of his whole thing. Support large business. Support large businesses. Yeah, support large businesses on this podcast. And, and Miles, where can they find you on, on Twitter and Instagram, et cetera, et cetera? I'm at Miles Tanzer on everything Miles with a Y. All right, we'll see you soon, Miles. Thank you. Go, you All guys right. go buy the book. Thanks, guys. Bye.